Hi, this is Jeff Cobra, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Thanks for joining us. Well, it's been three long years since the last D23, and that means it's time to really make some major announcements on what's happening in the Disney parks worldwide. While we don't have a lot of inside scoop on what's being announced, we do have some interesting notions. Moreover, we have a wish list that could keep the Blue Fairy busy for the next five to seven years. We'll visit Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, Walt Disney World, and more to discover what might just be in the cards for this year's D23 event. Join us for what I really hope will be a big set of D23 park announcements. And also, by the way, you just may want to check out the list and links and images that can be found on, uh, well, on DisneyAtPlay.com as it will kind of give you a guidance as to what we're talking about. Now, a lot of people talk start in a park when they talk about what uh, new attractions might come. I need to start bigger picture because the big thing about this year's D23 is that they will be making announcements regarding Disney's 100th anniversary. Now, if you're kind of thinking, wait a minute, didn't we have a 100? Well, that 100 was back in 2001 when we were celebrating Walt Disney's birthday. This is the 100th year of the company. And I think if you've seen some of the surveys going out about what did you like or not like, or what did you expect maybe out of the 50th anniversary that didn't really work for you at Walt Disney World? Well, you just might, you just might start to think or hope at least that they might get this one better than Walt Disney World's 50th. There were good things about the 50th, but this could be a blowout celebration across the globe. And I think there are three possible options for how Disney might approach this. First, to say, okay, we're gonna have a big parade, daytime, nighttime, something, or fireworks, or some kind of major massive celebration in each park and or at least in every resort around the world. That is one way they could approach this. They could, which they did, um, back when uh, I think it was Disneyland's 50th anniversary. They said, we're going to celebrate Disneyland's 50th anniversary by providing attractions in parks all across the world. So they could do maybe an announcement of a new attraction in each park and or in resorts across the globe. They could do that, and that wouldn't be a real stretch. In fact, I kind of expect that. I think what would be the best option is three which would be both of those. There needs to be lots of party, lots of parades, lots of fireworks, lots of celebration, and lots of new attractions. Let's hope they go down that route. Bob Chapek is really, the only thing that Bob is really doing is talking about this aspect on day one of the celebration. And I don't think he wants to be booed out of the arena which would be disrespectful anyway. But I, I, think, I think there just might be a possibility he's got 
something big to announce on day one. I think, let me just say, that would be his best strategy, may if, uh, if I can put it that way. Let's go to Disneyland and talk about some things that either they're going to update or they're going to announce or update meaning they're going to give an update or announce or they are going to showcase in their um, Disney Parks and Experiences Wonderful World of Dreams exhibit. Um, so let's take a look at that starting with Disneyland. Um, and by the way, I put an asterisk by on the list of everything I think that will already that is already being planned for the exhibit portion. So you know you're going to get more details for those things. The first thing at Disneyland is just that they have a new tower for DVC Disney Vacation Club going up at the Disneyland Hotel. That's a that's a little thing. They may not talk about that, but but it's probably their biggest Disney Vacation Club. And if they don't talk about it at least Disney Vacation Club may talk about it. They're, it's really time to talk about when they're going to make that available for sale. Um, everyone knows that Mickey and Minnie's has been shut down, or I mean, Toontown has been shut down all year um, for the addition of Mickey and Minnie's Railway, but there are also other additions being made in Toontown. There it ought to be at least a status of that, maybe some more details around what that looks like. Um, there should be over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, could be. I, I, honestly, I have to tell you, I think this is the most unlikely, but this, this could be a huge announcement because it affects so many parks. Uh, in Avengers Campus, there is a facade building with a Quinjet on top and the promise of a Quinjet style attraction. It was supposed to be at the level or size or magnitude of Rise of the Resistance. I think it would be great if they announced that. The attraction was originally designed to take you on the Quinjet uh, virtually to Wakanda. The challenge is, is the company just doesn't know how everybody's going to react to the new Wakanda Forever movie coming out. I think it's going to be a slam bang and it's going to it's going to be huge. I love the preview on it. I think they should be adventurous and courageous and announce something big to go with it, to get people excited about it. Or maybe they've changed where they're going in that Quinjet. I don't know, but I it would be interesting to see if a new announcement comes out. Tiana Bayou's adventure is coming to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I think there's been a lot of talk about it at Walt Disney World. I think it's actually better suited and adjacent to New Orleans Square. But what makes it kind of kind of weird is that it sits in Critter Country, which is not necessarily a southern thing. In fact, actually, it's based off of architecturally off of a northwest. Um, design when the Country Bear Jamboree was originally there. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced or even showcased changes to Critter Country that better aligns it. There could even be a big Tiana's restaurant that could be put in there. There's some possibilities that Walt Disney World doesn't have the space for, but Disneyland does. Of course, again, part of the Critter Country problem is we have Winnie the Pooh in there, and that doesn't jive with anything having to do with with um, 
Tiana. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if there are any changes to Critter Country that'll be announced or showcased. Those I think are the, oh, but there is one thing and I've heard others talk about it and I think it is far overdue. Disneyland has always been struggling for years with its infrastructure in Tomorrowland. And this would be a great time if you want to win big time points at Disneyland, announce a brand spanking new Tomorrowland. We'll talk about Tokyo's in a moment, um, or this new Space Mountain, but um, that would be huge. There's a big um, structure for the people mover that was uh, uh, changed out for a faster thrill ride and it didn't work and now they've got issues with handicap access and so forth but these things can be resolved the whole carousel progress theater hasn't been really well used ever in the last 25 years since america sings left the building um there's just some real good opportunities here so this would be a great way for the company to make a lot of points is to make some announcements around a new Tomorrowland. And Shanghai Disney, you know, they're just coming out of a COVID status. I don't think you're gonna see any big announcements. What you might see, which would be very cool, is, is, is some details, some really good details around this whole Zootopia. Now this is a whole new land that is coming to um, to Shanghai. I mean, it's a, it's a district. It's going to be kind of part of the Fantasyland thing. But it's a, for all intents and purposes, a lot of the new things going in are more lands than are rides. And this is one of those, which is, by the way, one of the reasons why I think Critter Country could could be um, changed out in some ways. But but where I'm going with this is that. Um, this is a big layout and it would be great to see more details of how this is going to be divided up and what it's going to look like and what the ride's going to be like. We don't even have certainty around what the ride system is for this attraction. There's lots of possibilities here. So consider, consider that. I mentioned Tokyo Disney uh, Land a few minutes ago. I wouldn't be surprised to see um, more models and details around Fantasy Springs coming to um, Tokyo Disney Sea. that if you're not familiar with Fantasy Springs this is going to be a combination of three land districts so to speak that form Fantasy Springs one dealing with Frozen one dealing with Rapunzel and one dealing with Peter Pan and the Peter Pan one to me is the most interesting they have a Peter Pan's flight in Fantasyland I think they could do something bigger and grander with the whole Peter Pan thing and take out the one in Fantasyland. It'll be interesting to see if we get more details about what that looks like. Because in my view, that's a big opportunity to do something bigger about Peter Pan. Um, Jim Hill had a whole thing on uh, the tuna boat at Fantasyland at Disneyland. In the old days, in the earlier version of Disneyland, there was a big pirate ship um, that um, that uh, was sponsored by Chicken of the Sea, and so they sold tuna sandwiches and tuna burgers and tuna and everything, salads. Um, and it was a very cool boat. That same kind of concept went to Disneyland Paris. We could have a whole podcast on pirate ships in parks. 
which would be very cool to have. But um, I just think it'd be fun to see some Fantasy Springs uh, details. Also, um, they may offer some more details about what this new Space Mountain experience was. They posted a photo and it's it's there on my um, on my site at disneyatplay.com. Fascinating. This looks like a much bigger um, Space Mountain. And, you know, you, we I just love the shape of our Space Mountains at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. But this one looks really cool. And it could put you in a, a thought of, of redoing ours, which is not impossible once Tron is up and running solidly that we could be seeing another major uh, rehab of Space Mountain. That is a possibility. Over in Hong Kong Disneyland, they've added a number of things, made the castle bigger, um, added their own uh, smaller version of an Avengers-style campus. It's not a campus per se, but they have a couple attractions there. They put on a Moana show, the only show, the only place that has a Moana dedicated attraction yet. Um, so they've been doing a lot of add-ons. The biggest next one is Frozen's Arendelle, and they have promised that in their showcase, they're going to showcase some of the details. They obviously have a Frozen Ever After style ride, but they also have a sort of bobsled ride that kind of looks a little bit like the size of the Seven Dwarfs ride, but that with a castle. This is a bigger, this is a bigger land with mountains, bigger land than what you see over at Epcot. Um, Disneyland Paris is getting the same basically the same kind of thing uh, put in it and there might be again details about it they also are slated to eventually get a Quinjet attraction um, that would be cool also lights motors action is sitting still over at at Disneyland Paris I don't see why they don't redo that attraction around an Avengers theme I think that would be that would be really huge and then um, WDW News Today posted blueprints of a spinner ride based on Rapunzel at Disney California Adventure. That is, can imagine teacups, but you ha you're in boats and they're float and they're spinning around the uh, lanterns um, that are lit. It's it's um, it's kind of at the gateway of where um, you're going to go up through the center spine of the park into what is going to become a lake. And I think the lake will eventually have some kind of show element in it. And there's a, a restaurant that's planned for that area. It's really kind of having this, it has some French design qualities to it, but it's a very, it's a very lovely piece. And then off of that will come Frozen and eventually something in Star Wars. I don't think there'll be any announcement on that today or, or in D23, but but um, there, there are lots of things still to announce for, for I said Disney California Adventure, didn't I? I for Di for Walt Disney Studios Paris at Disneyland Paris. That attraction had the Avengers Campus just added a couple of months ago, and there are much more. There is much more to come to take that park up to the quality. It's always been the smallest of all the parks. Uh, worldwide and it needs to be brought up um, to that next level by the way if you hear my son uh, getting ready for school in the morning he's kind of singing to himself in the background so I'm sorry if that's uh, distracting but 
that's our real life here. So that uh, is the explanation of any noise you may hear in the background. At any rate, Disneyland Paris has the potential of a lot of things to be discussed and announced. Now, Walt Disney World. Well, I think we're going to get a Tron launch date. Some have projected October 1st would be great. Uh, projections by Lantesta suggest it's probably going to be Christmas. I think probably that's the case. Would love otherwise. Maybe the train could return by October 1st. But I do think we'll probably get a Tron launch date uh, given to us at, um, at D23. Again, details about Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's a definite to the exhibit. And then there's been a lot of rumor about the return of Happily Ever After and that there's been some testing at nighttime of those fireworks. That will be interesting to see if by some chance it might come back. We'll have to see. At Disney's Animal Kingdom, but I think that's pretty much what's going to happen between Tron and Splash Mountain. We're not going to hear more major announcements. Again, maybe Celebration, maybe parade maybe something along that with with uh the 100th anniversary but i don't think anything else will happen at the magic kingdom at disney's animal kingdom i actually spoke of low no cost additions to address the dino land problem and i think there's still valid opportunities for that corner of the park um you may want to listen to that previous podcast uh, but I'm going to suggest two very out-of-the-box things I really would like to see at Animal Kingdom. I think they need something still out there to be announced. I wouldn't mind seeing something related to Avatar. Uh, the new film, Avatar Way of Water. They may be waiting to announce anything until after they see how successful the film will be. But I think the film will do oh, do pretty good. It may not be, it may not trump Avatar, but Avatar, you know, was the became the number one box office hit of all time at that time. So that's a big, that's a big challenge to do that. But notwithstanding, um, this way of water, and which you see play out a little bit in the. Um, Flight of Passage attraction, I'd like to see some kind of water element added to um, uh, Pandora World of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I think that would be really a cool thing to have. The other thing, and you know, Disney's Animal Kingdom had a parade at one point. I think that um, it would be really great to see an Encanto flower parade. Isabella, remember, is the one who just flowers comes out of her and then later it becomes more like cactuses, but she has this ability to produce. Wouldn't it be great to have this, you know, like parade of roses, but parade of flowers um, featuring the Encanto characters? I think that'd be so great. Or the, the, the Casa and just a whole area of flowers. I mean, Animal Kingdom includes nature and flowers are part of nature. Could there be something? Somehow... There needs to be some kind of Encanto announcement. Maybe that'll come to Epcot. I'll talk about that in a minute. But there needs to be an Encanto element. I'd love to see it at Disney's Animal, Animal Kingdom because I'd like to see something at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And there's already so much planned for um, Epcot. 
At Disney's Hollywood Studios, I don't think anything more is going to be announced. There's room for announcements. There's things that need to be done. I don't think that's going to happen here. I would welcome that if it did. But I think if there was anything that I would see happening is a return date, which could be October 1st, maybe as soon as that. And and But they, they got to move. They've been working on it, the show, for some time. But details on Fantasmic. I'd love to see some more details. We see in the poster art elements of Frozen 2, of Moana big time, of Aladdin. What else can you tell us about? Again, Encanto would be a great place to show up in this uh, Fantasmic show. So what does that look like? That's a big opportunity to do, to get people excited about that. And then finally, Epcot. Well. They've already said they're going to pro they're having more details on world celebration. Maybe we'll actually see a model of what's really happening and world celebration. Along with that comes Moana's Journey of Water, getting an update on that. I see that clearly um, possibly happening. Um, there ought to be an opportunity for, for a play pavilion update. What's going to come of that? When is it going to come out? A spaceship or an Earth announcement. Um, you know, these are things, Play Pavilion and Spaceship Earth, all these things were announced three years ago. There ought to be an update on all these. What about Mary Poppins coming back? There seemed to be a sense that, that was still out there and could come back. I will say on that Moana thing, which is probably why I'd rather see it at Disney's Animal Kingdom, is because if they announced a, a, a pavilion of Encanto, of Colombia, then I think the, the Mary Poppins thing is gonna go away. So I, I really hate to lose Mary Poppins. I don't wanna lose Encanto either. I think they need both, but we have more than, um, more than one park. Here's the biggie, and I think I've alluded to it before, maybe even talked about it, but I've added some other details to it. I have known for some time that there was the idea of putting a hotel in the far parking lot behind what has become now Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. That I thought kind of went away maybe because of COVID, but I knew there were plans for a parking lot. It was interesting, I was listening to um, WDW Radio and Lou Mangiello talked about how much he would love to see a Marvel hotel. Well, truth be told, a Marvel hotel could be built at Walt Disney World the same way that a Marvel monorail wrap can be applied on a monorail that that doesn't go inside a theme park. So um, the New York um, Hotel at Disneyland Paris redid with a World of Marvel kind of um, application to it. I could see a Marvel hotel. I could even see a similar kind of a multi-day experience like we have with Star um, with the Star Cruiser experience, where you then you go into Epcot and experience um, the cruise liner. So you, it could be one of these two-night, three-day kind of um, boutique hotel experiences with a Marvel hotel training camp, campus training camp, something of that nature could could occur. And uh, I think that would be very excited, exciting. 
And, and by the way, a Skyliner from the hotel onto Disney Springs would really make people excited. And I could see that all happening in that, in that general vicinity. So think about the possibilities of that. Um, again, this is, you know, I really hope kind of my list. I don't have, I don't have for sure knowledge, but I think these are very cool things. Finally, there are three other things outside of the Disney parks that I think could be announced at D23. Well, we already know they're going to talk about either the Disney Wish and it looks its look and feel. More likely, they're going to make some kind of announcement on the new ship, six, maybe seven. But uh, I expect something from Disney Cruise Line in that regard. Also... It'd be great to hear more details for, about the Disney Cruise Line Lighthouse Point in Bahamas. That's another castaway key kind of like experience that Disney is planning. And it'd be great to hear something about that uh, as they're going. They're already underway, I believe, on construction for the Lighthouse Point. And so it'd be great to hear some details around that. And then finally, I a couple of weeks ago talked about the idea of wouldn't it be great to have some big new park announcement after all especially here in Florida because Universal's epic adventure is coming and um, I think Disney needs a bold uh, a bold future and I while I've been very reticent on a fifth theme park and while I wonder if that really configures into their current financial models, I just think if you want to win big time with your fans at D23, announce a big new Disney park. That's my... Now, by the way, I'll link to um, that podcast. You can listen to that to see what I had conjectured might be a really good um, park and what that might consist of and so forth. So... Notwithstanding all of these things, I, I'd be thrilled. Um, well, I'd be pleased if half of these things were addressed. M more than half of these things are actually things that were announced in D23. So we really need new announcements of things and not just, oh, here's an update on things that we promised a long time ago. Everybody understands COVID, but it's time to get to work and it's time to add new things to the parks. And I think people are excited, especially in the context of Disney's 100th anniversary. Well, that does it for this podcast. Thanks for joining us at Disney at Play. Appreciate you being a part. We're excited for what comes. and so excited. In fact, I'm happy to announce that I will be at D23 next weekend, the weekend after. But in the meantime, we will continue our series as well. We'll report from D23, but we're also continuing our series on the Walt Disney World handbooks, what it was like for new cast members um, when they first came to each of the different lands. We overview what those lands looked like on day one as part of the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World. So make sure you check that out. Check out our Patreon group, the Wayfinder Society, and, and please share this podcast, the littlest podcast that ever could, with those friends that you know that love all things Disney. Again, thanks for joining us. And in the words of Sinbad, Storybook Voyage, I could use an announcement about that coming to Walt Disney World. Always 
remember to follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.